listeners viewers uh, my name is santosh valecha uh, and i invite you to get another episode of a fantastic podcast from the netcode stable uh, today's session is special and we're going to be talking about a very hot topic the buzzword the keyword something that everyone's looking for is cdp also known as the customer data platform and to talk about this subject today we have with us um, someone a very dear friend of mine who i've known for the last decade or so uh, he comes with over 12 years of experience in in the field of analytics he's done it all call it descriptive prescriptive predictive uh, he's been there done that I, he's helped me create a lot of models in the past and uh, i i'm excited to bring to you none other than kunal sakaria um and kunal welcome welcome to this podcast uh, i'm really happy to be connecting with you though virtually uh, but yeah it, it's a pleasure to have you with us uh, talking about this special subject um i know you specialize in this and and viewers will be excited to know that kunal also drives uh, the cdp product experience overall uh, at netcore um and and i've invited him here today to give us some background to to what cdp can really do for us um kunal happy to have you uh hey santosh it's a pleasure uh, to be part of this interesting you know topic discussion on cdp uh, i think yeah so so you know mm-hmm. kunal uh, many times i've been talking to a few friends of mine in the industry and you know um and and there is this always this question ki what is cdp um right the buzzword uh, a lot of people are talking about what cdp is and uh, you know it's an industry trend uh, if you were to simplify it for for our listeners uh, in your words what is cdp for you yeah i mean so as first expand on the abbreviation of cdp so it stands for customer data platform and a lot of marketers have been you know hearing about this term recently not recently in fact since last 4 uh, 5 uh, years but i think recently it has been catching up a lot uh, because a lot of uh, you know con- uh, entities have now started offering cdp platforms so i think 5 years back there were probably you know two players but now uh, as we stand today there are over 100 plus cdp players in the market so that's the kind of interest that it has gathered uh, you know in the coming years and uh, so basically cdp is a marketing platform uh, that collects data from uh, various customer facing touch points or channels and then it unifies all those data points to create a single accessible and a real time view of customer okay so so we think that we're going to get a one view of the customer i mean yes, also known yes. as a unified view of the customer right and and how is it different is because a uh, unified view is not a new term right uh, brands have been trying to do this since uh, you know over a decade or so right since we had these emergence of lot of marketing channels correct earlier there was only email or probably sms but now as the channels have emerged uh, markets marketers have strongly felt that need for you know having a unified view about their customers you know or, or since all this while long but what has stop them from this is uh, you know uh, all these data points are lying in silos everywhere and lot of marketers uh, you know have been struggled to do that and hence uh, cdp as a product platform has seen lot of tractions in this recent years because of completely that completely agree completely agree so so i, I mean 
I've been a marketer myself. Uh, I know that we've always had data stashed in different places and bringing them together is, is such a difficult ask for different platforms. Um, and you know, there's a call center data sitting there, there's a digital data sitting somewhere, there's a structured data, there's an unstructured data, there's you know, transaction data, there's a customer profile sitting somewhere else. I mean, there's so many different ways in which you can bring data together. There's another interesting thing that people talk about and, and, and the key word that has always been is CRM. Uh, and, and then there's another three digit word, which is uh, in a DMP. Uh, how do you differentiate CDP from these? Right, right. Uh, yeah, so before I go there, uh, so like I was saying, unified view is not a new term. You know, it's always been there. But what differentiates a CDP uh, you know, from a unified view, a standalone unified view solution is that a CDP can also help you act on these unified insights. That's one key difference that a platform like CDP brings to the table which is acting as your brain for your data, getting all those insights, and also seamlessly helping you to action on those insights. Because in a CDP, marketing automation platforms, or it could be an email delivery engine, or it could be, let's say, a cookie retargeting platform. You can just name it, you know, all these new age retargeting or uh, you know, campaign automation platforms. They are all bundled inside the CDP package. So hence, it is an extension of the unified view concept. So, mm -hmm. so that is one uh, you know key difference which CDP has brought. And uh, like you asked, you know what is the difference between a CDP vis-a-vis -vis a platform like a CRM or a DMP? Uh, so now the key difference here is CDP works on first-party data and third-party data. So first-party meaning brand's own data. You know, which it collects mm -hmm. about the customers through their own properties, you know, which could be website, app, or let's say, uh, you know, when they send some email communications to their customers, getting back that response data, or it could be call center communi communications. Uh, so all that data is belonging to that brand. And hence that becomes the first party data. And the second is third party data, which is, let's say, uh, you know, when you would, were to tie up as a brand with an external, uh, you know, DNP platform for you know running uh, cookie-based campaigns. You know, you want to target, uh, retarget your you know customers on other platforms, or let's say you know get their profiles behavior in terms of what kind of websites do they like to visit. So all that becomes third-party data. So yeah. that can also be ingested into a CDP. Whereas if you look at DNP it primarily focuses only on the third party data mm -hmm. and uh, so, so we're building a good synergy between the two so how do we yes, create yes. a marriage so for between cdp uh, the third party data is just just another source hmm. uh, but then a cdp extends beyond that it is not just limited to third party data it takes in you know data from you know as many channels or sources you can think of you know as long as it is in the realm of you know structured and semi structured data uh, unstructured data kept aside because a lot of CDPs are still building those capabilities to ingest, uh, you know, audio images, audio data or images data. So that is still far off. But leaving that aside, any other data can be directly ingested into a CDP through connections. So, so that is one. And uh, if you were to compare it with your CRM platform, uh, the key difference there is that 
in crm it again focuses mainly uh, mainly on first party data uh, you know which is your transaction logs or those call center conversations which happen so it has a perfect track of all those events uh, but what it doesn't have is mlai capabilities so mm-hmm. if you see a crm cannot tell you what is your customer likely to do next right whether he is going to repurchase the next month or uh, you know what is the next brand or the product that is likely to buy if you are some you know e-commerce retail website or into that kind of a business so a crm lacks those capabilities also a crm cannot give you insights on the uh, you know web trail of the customer so once he is on your website you know what mm-hmm. sections of this website he is visiting how much time is he spending there uh, you know and uh, what kind of uh, links does he click on all that is not tracked by crm whereas mm-hmm. a cdp can crunch all those insights and tell you that your customer was actually let's say you know browsing on your website and app and this is what he looked at and basis that understanding it can also go to recommend the next best product or it can tell you you know when the customer is likely to you know repurchase from you so so that's how it also differentiates from a you know crm so so it is definitely a you know enabling lot of use cases which traditionally a crm could not do and at the same time uh, you know you cannot get from only a unified view solution you know which brands used to have earlier without the uh, you know action capabilities so hence it it, it becomes a complete packaged uh, you know solution uh, to take care of the entire customers you know end to end cycle from uh, his let's say anonymous browsing activity to the point when he becomes an identified customer for you and then also tracking what is he doing on your platform even when he is not transacting so, so it's a complete package interesting to know so, so it's not just data it is intelligent data it is data which is been culminated by bringing multiple data sources together uh, in your experience while building the entire suite of offerings what are some of the interesting use cases you think our marketers can uh, can you know can leverage using a cdp yeah so i think in my experience uh, while of course cdp has been a new development at netcore but we have uh, you know deployed this for you know quite a few number of clients now and uh, we've also been speaking to a lot of clients in uh, you know outside of indian markets as well you know, including southeast asia uh, the gulf region as well so so basis those inputs what we've seen is uh, marketers typically first want to create a unified profile of their customer you know by stitching the identifiers across multiple devices multiple channels so that is one key use case because otherwise what happens is the same customer is duplicated so if mm-hmm. let's say a customer profile is defined in terms of a device id or it could be a mobile number now you might have multiple variations of that right a customer can use multiple devices he might have multiple mobile numbers multiple email ids and so on right so there is this abundance of identifiers but then for a brand they don't want to communicate each and every time on that identifier you know without knowing the fact that it's the same customer mm. right you don't want to do that so hence mm. stitching the profile of the customer to create a unique cdp profile id mm-hmm. like how the cdp platforms call it it's a unique uh, you know stitch profile id that is created as an output so that is one key use case 
you know which enables lot of uh, uh, you know relevant targeting that the brand can do to their customers and and it is not just you know uh, communication that is you know blasted without knowing that the same customer is receiving it multiple times so mm-hmm. so that is one use case basically it it brings a uh, you know sanity to the entire communication plan you know the engagement plan which the brand would have and uh, and then when you do that the customer realizes that okay you know this brand is not just bothering me with you know endless mails or endless you know smss or notifications without knowing that i am the same customer and when you do that the customer sees value in your communication so so that is one use case for which marketers are using uh, the cdp platform second is uh, it provides uh, you know access to lot of these data points which traditionally marketers didn't have access to you know so if you think of uh, you know data warehouses or data marts you know which earlier existed uh, they were never made accessible to marketing team hmm. whereas marketing team would have you know lot of use cases around it in terms of let's say they would want to create a segment of customers who have let's say you know bought a product in the past which is a look alike of the product that they are going to launch in the future and when they wanted to let's say do this simple uh, use case uh, where they wanted to simply target customers who are look alikes uh, of these customers who have you know bought this uh, product in the past then they would have to go to their it team you know to get this data mm-hmm. and it team would then again take a turn around of couple of days to you know crunch that list with the required segmentation rules and give it back to the marketing team for running campaigns mm-hmm. and then of course there would be a campaign execution team which would pass on this data to a campaign automation platform or to any delivery partner you know depending on the channel on which you want to reach out to so now cdp does not require all of that it has completely eliminated that entire uh, you know long time cycle of you know exchanging data between various teams so it has right. democratized the data so what happens is now marketer themselves can have access to all of this data and they can create their segmentation rules on the fly so you just name the audience that you are you know looking at for you know reaching out on a particular uh, you know campaign which could be on a product launch or it could be a personalized offer that you want to send all those use cases can be enabled on the fly to the cdp you don't need to go to an it team you can yourself create the segments and you know get them action one big change that we've seen kunal over the last couple of years is that there was a time when consumers had limited uh, buying options or avenues to purchase uh, today even if i have to purchase anything i have the option to go offline i have the option to go online within online I have the option to go to the web i have the option to go to the app um, there are so many different ecosystems that have been built right now uh, what's your take on this how does it bring this entire piece Uh, switch together because my behavior offline is very different my behavior online could be very different the kind of things i buy when i go to the store could be very different um, you know online has made it so much easier to buy cheap items uh, at regular intervals uh, you know the behaviors are so different from from the same customer point of view so does that take into consideration this angle as well yes yes in fact that has actually led to cdp platforms coming in the play- first place so if you see earlier we didn't have so many marketing channels but now as the channels have gone up 
the entire customer experience has become fragmented so like the example which you gave right you also shop from website and then you might also sometime go into a store now when you walk into a store does that representative know that santosh is the same customer who has also you know let's say bought a tremendous amount of uh, you know has done tremendous amount of transactions on the website mm-hmm. and let's say this is something that he likes to buy and then basis that let's say in the store he is able to you know recommend you product options based on your brand product category preferences it it never happens right but mm-hmm. that is what the objective of a cdp is so a cdp will take data from multiple channels and no matter where you are you know whether you are on website app or in store uh, the idea is to enable all those insights and give those insights to the customer touch points you know which could be a store representative or it could be a website which is showing you a mm. website uh, notification or an app notification mm. uh, you know so that the entire experience changes for you so which is what i think cdps are really you know meant to you know do uh, which is you know take all this fragmented data combine it into a unified insight and better the customer experience interesting so gunal as a marketer how do i know if i am ready to bring a cdp or build a cdp uh, or subscribe to uh, an offering that can enable my cdp how do i know as a marketer right uh, yes that's a very good question in, in fact uh, you know just because cdp is the buzz term it doesn't mean that everybody needs to take a plunge right away uh, so you know uh, i have a checklist here uh, you know which i usually talk about to clients which can help and uh, help a brand evaluate whether they really need to embark on the cdp journey or not uh, so it starts with uh, you know these uh, you know five questions that i have okay so the first one is uh, whether the brand is having multiple product or brand lines that are marketed to their customers mm-hmm. that is the first thing uh, the second is does the brand have multiple customer ordering channels okay which could be you know website app or your offline stores you know so they become the ordering channels and <clears> the <throat> third is let's say whether they have multiple servicing channels or let's say customer uh, campaign touch points mm-hmm. where they get to capture behavior about the customers response on the marketing campaigns so that's the uh, you know third bit and uh, then the fourth is whether the brand is looking for derive insights and analysis from a single location and the fifth is to what extent does the brand need to democratize democratize its data as in you know how many teams are going to access these unified view data points okay so in fact in fact that was going to be my follow up question to you uh, kunal uh, so okay so i i i have gone through my checklist i have ensured that i am meeting all the tick marks i have built my cvp now who's going to be the user of my cvp platform uh, who are the key stake stakeholders uh, who should be involved either in the process of building or consumption right so while of course uh, cdp uh, you know firstly the champion from a organization level is the marketing team who first senses that need for cdp so so they usually uh, you know get into the uh, you know phase of evaluating cdp partners uh, you know for uh, in the first place and then after that uh, you know once the 
uh, you know CDP is able to solve those marketing use cases, that is when the other team starts jumping in, which is your data science team, or it could be IT team, and even product teams. In fact, so uh, you know it's it's not just marketing team, which is a misconception that you know only they use CDP, while they are the first ones to you know actually uh, you know bring this up in an organization. to you know let's say onboard a cdp partner but then uh, cdps are also used by like i said product teams it teams and you know data science teams you know to enable their own use cases also so now if you ask me why each of these other teams have come up so if you look at it team traditionally it team you know had challenges tracking the entire trail of incoming and outgoing data you know they are always the first ones to say that data privacy is important security is important so they want total control over the entire incoming and outgoing data so a cdp has mechanisms to you know help you create that trail of you know which data is coming in and where it is going so that then the it audit process becomes easier so that is you know one key use case by which you know it's have also now started adopting cdps for uh, then the third team is like i said you know product marketing teams uh, or product teams basically Uh, where they do a lot of these ab tests and experiments on you know website or on app now to do those experiments uh, you know earlier it would take a developer to you know test and validate those experiments you know let's say you change something on the website and now you want to see which uh, you know home page works better compared to you know between couple of options and all those kind of things but with cdp all that becomes very simple because you get those insights quickly on the fly you know whenever you do any change and all those you know recommendations you know your ab test they can be enabled on the fly to the cdp hence product teams have also started adopting this uh, cdp for their use cases because it minimizes the entire cycle of you know doing those experiments and uh, the and the uh, you know fourth team like i said is the data science team uh, now these guys have you know always been wishing for lot of data points because you see they are always hungry for data the, uh, because i myself being an analyst and a data scientist uh, i feel that side of you career, uh, you know we always have that uh, you know complaint saying that you know the organization yeah. is not collecting enough data right. uh, you know for us to build you know one of the best models you know on ml and hence uh, you know and also they are not the people who will you know spend time to collect data from you know various sources they don't want to get mm. into that you want your data scientist to you know build your ml models right. uh, with their expertise of statistics and you know machine learning and which is right. what the cdp does so a cdp uh, you know by virtue of it being able to unify all the data in one place it removes that headache of you know getting data together and the job for the data scientist team then becomes easy they just needs to you know get into the model deployment phase they can pull out that data you know get into their analytics data warehouse or in some cases you know where there are advanced cdps which give you uh, these uh, you know ml uh, tools or you know statistical tools to be run out of the box from the cdp platform so hence the entire cycle yeah. then you know shortens for all of these teams so so yeah these are the teams in a nutshell <laughs> Now, the, the two, use. the two interesting areas. Since you're talking about the analytics guys, uh, I, I think the two key areas that excited me the most is the fact that I'm able to build uh, a, a repertoire of data of multiple sources into one place, 
uh, which which then also allows me to define the potential lifetime value of that customer as well is is another area that where the analytics team really comes through because they're so juiced up with the information sitting in in the repository that there's so many things that they can do and arrive at uh, is a, is an interesting space uh, literally um the, the the second question that it it brings me to is how does the marketer then decide now they've made the desired investments they've built the cvp they've got the right stakeholders they've got the entire team chugging together Uh, how do you define the ROI coming from a, a CDP? How do I know that I've made the right investment at the right place? Yeah, that's a interesting question. I think because the bug stops there ultimately. Yeah, <laughs> business, right? <laughs> right, right. So yes, so I think if you look at it, uh, you know the way the brand can go about justifying its ROI in a you know a platform like CDP, uh, you know it starts with the uh, you know the IT cost. Now. let's say if a brand were to you know get these unified insights in house you know with their own it team capability one is it would take a lot of time because they are not experts in that area right they are good with uh, you know use cases on tech around their you know daily activities in in, in business uh, so they are not so well versed with a cdp platform so when you ask them to build something like this internally in case the cost are you know not justifiable Uh, then in that case there is a long time cycle that you are looking at probably the range of 10 uh, to 18 uh, months kunal i'm sure there are some specialists out there who can really do this so, so if you're out there then this is not for you uh, <laughs> but otherwise there are many others uh, who can subscribe to building a cdp uh, outside right so if you see it that way i mean you imagine the cost a brand would incur for next 12 to 18 months if they were to do it in house and uh, so they need to look at that cost and see that if we were to let's say outsource this to an external partner and there are plenty of them in the market like i said there are 100 plus players each with their you know unique set of features and capability so brand can you know evaluate if they outsource it to an external partner what is the time to go live and what are the benefits that will accrue when they are able to go live let's say early in the next 3 months or couple of months if they right. go on board with an uh, you know external partner so there are benefits there second Uh, the cost there would not be so high as compared to when you try to build it in house mm. okay so that's how right. the brand can you know try to evaluate and see uh, you know the cost vis-a-vis the benefits that can accrue to them in the immediate near term you know they don't need to wait wait for you know 12 to 18 months to embark on this journey so so that's how they can uh, look at this and second if you see lot of these cdps are also packaged with ml algorithms you know which help you solve use cases on cross sell upsell right okay and and if there is a brand it can actually find lot of these case studies uh, you know uh, by attending some of the cdp workshops or uh, you know by visiting some of these uh, you know websites who have these case studies there where they can get a sense of what is the kind of uplift they can get you know through a cdp if they were to run those use cases from the cdp platform what is the uplift that they can expect and then even that can be quantified into a number uh, which can be added to that list of you know benefits and then these are we a brand can then look at you know the savings that it does in terms of you know resourcing hours or the it cost the data management cost and against that the roi benefits in terms of uh, incremental uh, you know campaign uplift on uh, cross sell upsell retention mm-hmm. 
Hmm. And then basis that it can take a call that you know whether it truly justifies to go for a CDP externally or whether to go for it or not in the first place. Yeah. So that, that's how a brand can go about it. And we can't miss the fact that the experience, uh, uh, multi-usage experience that the partner ecosystem may bring to the table, uh, which which we may not have internally as a marketer to build. Uh, you know, so, so some may have the bandwidth and some may not. So, so I think it's very interesting. That would you recommend that it better be outsourced uh, than to be built internally? Yes, sir. In that fact, that's a very valid program. point that you brought up. Uh, the cross-industry experience which an external partner brings to the table, I think. Uh, that goes without saying. I mean, it's not just about what is you know right for your business. These partners externally they also bring you insights from across <clears throat> various other verticals where they have worked with, so yeah. that you know you can get some path-breaking insights on you know an ML model which is built for a particular vertical, which might also be suitable for your vertical. You know, so those cross-industry insights repository is. Is is a key asset for you know these companies, and which is where the entire expertise lies, and 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 that makes a good point uh, you know for uh, you know going for an outsource kind of a model is are we trying to you know build it internally. So there are a lot of benefits actually that accrue if you look at it from a longer term perspective. So I I, I can build a CDP in any business vertical. I could be BFSI. I could be a travel portal. I could be. Uh, a movie portal and it could be an aggregator does it cut across all segments the ability to build a cdp yes definitely and uh, in fact each of these verticals would have their templates of you know cdp versions you know so if mm. you are an ecom or a retail the kind of cdp templates in terms of out of box segments that you want right would differ from and let's say a A brand who is into insurance, mm. right? Where the frequency of purchase is not that high, right? You normally just renew your insurance policy once a year. But in e-commerce, you might transact every month, right? Or every fortnight or weekly. So that's a key difference. So CDP has a lot of these, you know, templates uh, which are enabled for each vertical, and uh, those are tailor-made for each vertical, which help you to achieve use cases specific to your vertical. okay so let's say if you are an insurance the cdp has a ml model that will predict uh, that will uh, predict the propensity to renew the whether the customer will renew his policy or not right and if you are an e-commerce it will have a ml model that will you know create a prediction whether the customer will repurchase or not in the next month right so that's right. how these templates you know vary and they are tailor made for every industry so that the use cases are not left out yeah but then again it differs from cdp to cdp uh, so not all may be you know so vertical you know centric some may be uh, you know a generic uh, templatized uh, you know cdp version as well so that is what a brand can actually uh, you know uh, question when they are on board getting onboarded uh, getting on board a cdp partner these are some of the you know questions to ask as well so this one last question okay the most listeners and viewers would want to know is how do i go about choosing the right cdp platform uh, if what would be your uh, you know key tips to the marketers out there how do they go about choosing one yes yes uh, so in fact on this like i said the first is see the use cases that your business wants to achieve which is not just your marketing team uh, 
you know ask sit in a room take your it stakeholders take your marketing stakeholders uh, your product stakeholders and also your data science team you can you know have the list of use cases that they want to enable to this unification process of data because see unification is not the objective of cdb right it's ultimately the use cases that are enabled on these unified insights that's when you start realizing the roi from the cdb so hence getting these teams together at the initial stage is very important so that you have your use cases listed down and then against those use cases you start evaluating the features of cdp partners mm. that you are let's say evaluating you know so if there are 10 partners then you can see which of those 10 partners features align to your business use cases and wherever you see uh, you know a lot of overlap between your use cases and the cdp capabilities of an external partner uh, that becomes you know first uh, you know point uh, of uh, let's say consideration whether you know which partner would actually fit in the bill and then after that uh, there are other uh, you know specific points that you can look at which is uh, what kind of uh, id resolution capabilities they bring in whether it is only deterministic or along with deterministic it is also probabilistic mm-hmm. so so these are id resolution capabilities you know which so what i mean by probabilistic and deterministic is that uh, let's say if santosh is a customer of a brand now a brand might have several uh, you know customers named santosh but then let's say if a cdp sees that a customer has given a name of you know santosh and let's say the surname is also given mm. okay and along with that there is a particular you know pin code that is entered so that narrows down the entire search you know right. that saying that you know this santosh is likely to you know belong from this location and hence this is one of my existing customers so that becomes the probabilistic part so if a brand has a need for that then of course it needs to be there on their checklist while you know choosing the right partner uh, so that is second third is uh, what is the accessibility to data so whether that cdp is a closed ecosystem where brands you know gets to you know let's say run campaigns see those insights but then not get access to the backend data which the cdp is collecting Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's say that's an important use case for your data science team where you want them to also build custom ml models using those data points so then you need also access to all of those data points and that can also be an important factor which is you know accessibility to data uh, you know or the magnitude to which the cdp is able to democratize your own data basically that is another key factor you know in choosing uh, you know cdp and uh, other than that i think one very important factor is the real time insights okay so you don't want yeah. the insights on the cdp to come you know which are let's say uh, these insights have become stale because of passage of time you want the insights to come at the right time so that you can act on those insights also in real time that is another right. key factor uh, which the brand can look at while evaluating cdp partner and then other than that i think of course the cost plays a big role so that goes without saying that's also an important factor absolutely money matters right fantastic fantastic thank you kunal thank you for uh, for giving us this time and also congratulations on being listed in the cdp institute uh, i know it's a great recognition to have uh, and i look forward to having many more interesting sessions with you perhaps if need be we could we could probably do another round on a specific vertical of your interest uh, and give our listeners viewers uh, a more drill down 
triple click into what would it take to build a CDP in their business vertical. Uh, Absolutely. Thank you very much. Uh, all the best to you.